Welcome to the Wealthy Circle Forums, where we will hear from finalists that are paving the way in the wealth management industry. Today, we're talking about technology, specifically the unified systems and platforms versus best of breed platforms, uh, where there's a lot more in the way of integration between third parties. Today, we're going to hear from technology experts and learn about their latest developments in integrated technology and optimal ways to streamline your front and back office. I'm joined by Donna Bristow, Chief Product Officer of Wealth at Broadridge, and Jen Valdez, President at IntelliFlow. So Jen, I'll kick it off, start with you. In your opinion, which do you guys find sort of the most efficient, an all-in-one platform or, or best of breed? Thank you so much for the question and 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 for having me here. Um, definitely, we see the direction of travel is towards the all-in-one platform. Best of breed solutions have been serving the job for many years, but it comes with a lot of challenges in terms of true integration. But we're big believers in that, you know, elegant experience for advisors and their customers. And so I think all-in-one can mean many different things. I'm sure we'll talk about that, but uh, definitely see that as the direction of travel. And Donna, I'll kick it over to you to answer that same question. Thank you. And, and thank you for having me today. When we look at wealth, it's very interesting because you have to provide flexibility to a firm and to the advisors. And from a Broadridge perspective, we've moved to an open architecture where we provide that integration, but it's an integration between our own Broadridge capabilities, a firm's proprietary capabilities, and best-in-class third-party capabilities. Having that ability to have an advisor be able to pick and choose the capabilities they want to use in order to serve their clients, also meet the needs of a firm, so you can provide that all-in-one but with the flexibility is absolutely the direction that we see, very similar to what Jen's explaining. It's just how you offer that to a firm. And with this next question, I'll, I'll start with you, Donna. What, what are some of the recent developments in technology that you think that advisors should be paying the closest attention to? It's really around the providing hyper-personalization, digitization, you know, having an advisor provide information that's specific to their client being very personalized, but being able to offer it in a very tech savvy digital way so they can manage many clients in an easy automated fashion is really, is really key. You know, as the, as the investors become far more tech savvy themselves, as well as start doing a lot of their own DYI research and investigation, it's really important for the advisor to understand the real particular needs and wants of their client. So being able to provide that hyper-personalization and communication with their clients is really becoming important. And then from a technology perspective, how can we enable advisors to do that in the most efficient way is what we're really focusing on. Jen, going over to the sort of the next question, what does IntelliFlow do to help advisors streamline both their front and back office? And what do you think advisors are most looking for when they are talking about that aspect of things? Yeah, I mean, definitely that seamless experience. And I, I will echo what Donna said earlier too about making it easy to use uh, different technologies. You know, all-in-one platforms can be um, many capabilities, 
but I'll echo what Donna said in terms of being the open and uh, architecture in terms of be it specific technologies that they use today and then also leveraging platform uh, and Teleflow Office as an example. But in terms of, you know, in, in terms of the advisors, I mean, I really think it's that truly that experience the advisors are looking for, they want to spend time with their clients, they want to grow their business and making the technology easy to use and also accessible to their customers. There's some things that we, you know, uh, want to self-service or we want to have access to and, and, and access to information in a tailored way and not have it be swivel chair. It needs to be for the customer, very easy to find what they're looking for and have access to that information in a tailored way. So I, I think those are some important things that are, um, you know, we're working on here at Inteleflow and making, you know, really we want to broaden access to advice, make it, more accessible to more uh, investors. Um, there's a large segment of the of the community that doesn't have access to that advice. And so making it where it's efficient for advisors, but also broadening access to that advice is very important um, from what we're working on here at Inteleflow. Donna, how about you? How would you respond to that question about how? I absolutely agree. The ability to enable collaboration between the advisor and their client, making sure that, you know, they're looking at the same type of information. It's very specific to that client based on their interests, their needs, their, their investment focus, but then also making data available to the end investors where they can do their own research. They can do some of their own trading, but again, keeping that collaboration for even that hybrid model. You know, we, we talked about a, a hybrid advisor experience where it's really a shared relationship where the investor will do some of their own uh, investment initiatives, but always touch base if they have an advisor to the advisor. It doesn't mean they have to talk to them every day, but you want to ensure that you're making the data and the information and the capabilities available and that it's a consistent experience between the advisor and the investor. The next question is, it's for both of you to respond to. I get this question a lot from advisors, and I, I like to ask the providers this as well. What, from your firm's perspective, and if it's a little different for you personally, and maybe what, where you want to see the, your firm going or the industry going, what does personalization mean to each of your firms? And I guess I'll, I'll start with Donna to keep up in the, uh, the same order we've been going. Yeah, sure. So, you know, personalization from our perspective is the ability, the ability to provide um, data from all the different components within the, the workstation that an advisor is using to a particular investor. So the ability to run AI analytics to be able to say, Donna's interested in these types of ESG mandates. Donna's interested in, you know, this type of stock and being able to automatically link, whether it's content for education, uh, information, product information, capabilities, et cetera, to make that very easily accessible to an advisor for that, to enable that communication, to have that discussion in an automated fashion and really make sure that it's very personalized to that either one investor or a group of investors that have a like investment mandates. So again, you know, you look at the industry and, and advisors in many cases are having to have bigger books, more clients. So how do you really provide that automation 
to enable that relationship as they go through their whole life cycle. So, you know, from starting their investments to, you know, having a family, going through the whole life cycle management to retiring, estate planning, et cetera. How do we automate that for an advisor so they're the most effective way in delivering a service to help them grow their business and support their clients, but still making it very personalized to that individual investor and their needs? And that's really a really big focus for us. And, you know, the, you mentioned, you know, we bought advisor stream a couple of years ago and just enabling that digital content and linking it to holdings, using AI, using analytics. It's really enabling that to add information, to enable that conversation. Uh, Jen, what about you and IntelliFlow? Well, one thing I love is the term mass personalization. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> we've bit of an oxymoron, right? Uh, yeah, we've heard it tossed around, but I, I really, it, it goes to the heart of understanding the needs, wants, and goals of the end investor. And how do you do that in a personalized way? And, you know, segment, seg, you know, I work across a lot of different financial uh, firms and it's looking at client segmentation and the level of service um, and how you engage with those customers. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's super important, but, you know, obtaining that information, needs, wants, goals of the end investor, and then personalizing it um, to their investments and, and how you engage with them digitally or in person based on, on, on how that customer wants to engage uh, is super important. But the, the leveraging the technology, though, to help support and execute on that, you know, commitment of personalization, but in an efficient way, um, you know, hence back to the mass personalization. So, you know, the customer wants to really know that they're being taken care of. I think also, you know, this is where technology can help a tremendous amount. We know we're in a heavily regulated space, you know, the annual reviews you need to do with your customers. How do you make sure you also not just that initial engagement, but ongoing, how do you leverage technology to create efficiencies? Um, from a compliance perspective, but also uh, there's major life events that happen um, for your customers. And how do you take that information and effectively it may require a portfolio change or an adjustment in the financial plan, for example. And so it, it is, uh, I, I agree much of what Donna said, it's super important that you know, the books are getting bigger, there's more pressure to grow the business, but do it in a more efficient way. And that's, that's where technology can play a very important role with maybe some of those tasks that aren't, you know, uh, you know, they have to be done, but they aren't high value um, in certain areas. And so uh, leveraging technology can play a big role in that. Yeah. And, you know, Jen, the one thing that I would add to that is that, you know, having the confidence in technology where when you do make an update to that key information, whether it's a life change or a regulatory need from an, for an investor, ensuring that the technology can record at once, but then leverage it across many of the capabilities that the advisor needs to leverage in order to facilitate a conversation or a model mandate change, et cetera, is, is, is so powerful. And quite honestly, it's going to become table stakes in the future in order for advisors to really be productive. Well, I was going to ask too, it's been a big this last year, and I guess it's been really more like a year and a half for, for you, Jen, and IntelliFlow, and I guess we'll start with you, but but to both of you, you know, you, a little over a year and a half ago, 
IntelliFlow really became the brand name of what was uh, several tools under the Invesco hood there for advisors. And, you know, I know that there was going to be a lot of sort of integration to create a war platform that felt like an all-in-one platform for advisors. I don't know if you want to maybe touch upon some of the work that's been done to, to bring together, say, Red Black and Jim Step and Portfolio Pathway. And I know I4C, I think, is mainly going to be used in the UK. But if, if you can talk a little bit about sort of what's transpired in the last year for those advisors that may be less familiar. Yeah, it's it's been, it's been a journey. And um, we have you know, some best of breed uh, capabilities. You mentioned uh, Red Black being a trading rebalancing solution is one of them. Um, and then IntelliFlow Office in the UK, over 30,000 advisors using that platform with a trillion dollars of assets on the platform. So it, it, it's one thing to rebrand uh, as we've done under the name of IntelliFlow, but it's been a very intentional strategic investment we've made to get onto a common architecture. So it's one thing to have made many acquisitions, but they live on uh, separately. Um, and that's not what we've done. Instead, we've made the commitment to move these capabilities onto a common architecture. Uh, there's a lot of benefits that come from that. We also are in multiple geographies, UK, US, Australia, for example. And so we localize into those different regions, but it is one platform and then we configure it for our customers. So as Donna said, data and, and, and how you leverage data and integrate with other solutions is all you know, comes from the architecture and you have to get that right. And we've made a big commitment on that front. And so we also use our IntelliFlow store. There's a hundred, hundred, over a hundred technology um, solutions in that. And that's using our APIs as a way to integrate where there are um, other solutions that the financial institution is using and wants to have integrated with IntelliFlow Office, our all-in-one platform. So it is a journey, but it's a very, very big commitment we've made and we are implementing right now in the U.S. and we'll have broader market availability next year for our all-in-one platform and Teleflow office. And so that comes from Invesco, uh, who owns us, acquiring these different companies and then bringing them together under Teleflow. And Donna, I know it was a big year for you guys too. Uh, well, and a couple of years ago, you made a big and uh, substantial investment with a few other big firms in Tiffin Group. You talked a little bit about Advisor Stream, and I know Broadridge already had its own sort of marketing platform and that the advisor stream was being integrated into that. And you touched on that, but maybe you can touch on some of the other, maybe go in a little more depth about all of that and or any other acquisitions or big projects you have going on at Broadridge. Yes, thank you. So Broadridge has been on, again, it's a, it's a journey. It's not a one and done. So, you know, we've been on a journey to modernize and create an integrated componentized wealth platform. We've invested a lot of time and effort to create the platform, which has many, as I mentioned, many Broadridge capabilities or components, many partner components where we do not have that capability and we really want to leverage best-in-class partners, as well as clients can integrate their own technologies. You know, clients like to invest on, in key areas and build their own technology as well. So, you know, our integrated platform is componentized. And based on a firm's needs, you can put the components together from a front, middle, and back office perspective. You know, 
part of the development we do, we build our own capabilities, but then we also, you know, we acquire some really best in class as well. Uh, Advisor Stream was one of them. Digital marketing we see as, you know, a key component as we look at personalization. It's used, you know, to help educate uh, new products in the industry like alternatives and crypto, but it also helps with, you know, a client moving through the various uh, aspects of a life cycle and, you know, really communicating and getting out information between the advisor and the client, leveraging AI, personalization, et cetera. So advisor stream has been very key in our whole component strategy. Integrations, you know, we were very, we're very focused on integrating our capabilities amongst each other as it fits into the platform. So Tiffin is a great example. We have a relationship with Tiffin. They have some terrific capabilities that go direct to the investor. And integrating that with some of our other capabilities like the digital marketing, like client onboarding or securities-based lending, you know, it's really, it provides that integrated experience. And from an advisor perspective, it's seamless which is really important. Again, you know, how do we make advisors more productive? How do we give them the flexibility to pick and choose the capabilities that they want to use in order to service their clients, not only for today, but also in the future. So we've invested uh, a tremendous amount opening our architecture, leveraging APIs, web services to enable that integration and provide that capability out to all of our clients um, and firms alike. So we started that journey a few years ago it's been, you know, it's been, it's been exciting. It's had terrific, you know, response from the industry because the, as Jen says, the whole market is moving this way. Um, we have to find ways of bringing productivity, a new digital experience to investors, as well as for us, digitizing operations as well is very important. So, you know, having the technology and the, leveraging new services and capabilities is key to meet the needs in the future. Okay. Well, we're getting to the end of our conversation here. And I, I wanted to ask each of you if you had any final comments you might want to share. Donna, since you were speaking last, though, we'll throw it to Jen for, for that. I think it just if, if we anchor and focus on the end investor and their experience, we'll get the technology right. So sometimes it's easy to get tangled up in the weeds of data and you know integration, et cetera. But if really you sit in the seat of the end investor and the day in the life of an advisor trying to meet the needs of their customers, we'll get we'll get the we'll prioritize and work on the right things and really get that elegant experience that needs to happen. And you know, there's all kinds of customers and they all want to engage in different ways, but that's where technology can play a very important role. So we always keep that as our our true north and and say it, you know the end investor experience and making sure that there's not this swivel chair or um, as Donna said, you know, conflict of information um, and access to information then that will make it um, a rich experience for the investor, but also create those efficiencies for the advisors, which is paramount. Um, There's a need for more advice in this world and access to that advice. So the more we can empower advisors and make their work easier, um, the better it will be for this industry as a whole. Well said. I completely agree. You know, I think in some cases, people do lose focus on the end investor. And really when you get to the heart of it, the industry is really, you know, wanting to enable that everyone has 
you know, financial stability for retirement. We want everyone to enjoy a good life. And to do that, you really have to understand their needs today and in the future. And so providing a good experience, providing the service in a manner to which how they want to be, we're receiving this experience through understanding and knowing the investor is key. And then how do you provide the tools for an advisor to really enable that and build that trusted relationship that is so important. You know, I think that's that's really the goal for all of us in the industry and technology will definitely play a key role. And, you know, it's it's great to hear we're, we're all focusing on the same things from a technology perspective. So, you know, the more that we can collaborate and really keep the end investor in mind, I really think that that, that will bring success to the industry. Great. Donna Barstow, Broadridge, Jen Valdez, and Telefo, I want to thank you both for joining me today. Thank you to our audience for listening to this Wealthy Circle podcast. For more Wealthy Circle podcasts, visit WMTV on wealthmanagement.com. Thank you everyone for your time today. 